It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. being blocked by too many dogs. We had a soundbite, but Bonnie and Clyde decided their camera time was more important. Good. Good morning. Travis's mic isn't up yet. Sorry. Bonnie's... No one needs to hear this. Clyde's <laughs> going for a walk on the desk. Bonnie's yeah. Yeah. blocking Sean from getting yeah. audio. Yeah. They've detected a dog lover in Sean. Okay. All right. All right. Clyde, here we go. Clyde, good boy. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> We were going to do Chris Murphy. Is he, is he, oh, there we go. Senator Chris Murphy. Senator Bonnie. I mean, we are seeing a paradigm shift. It began last summer when after Uvalde, Congress passed the first gun safety measure of any significance in 30 years, uh, even though the NRA uh, opposed that legislation. And it continues now this spring as you see a very conservative Republican governor, Bill Lee, uh, proposing uh, that the legislature pass a red flag law. Again, a measure that the NRA doesn't like. But red flag laws are not insignificant. They really do work. Um, in Florida, that passed their red flag law shortly after Parkland. They've used it 6,000 times to take guns away from people who were threatening harm against others or threatening harm against themselves. Uh, thank you, Senator Chris Murphy. Can we just say Republicans, they only do the right thing when they are shamed into it publicly, whether it's in Tennessee or, as he mentioned, about uh, gun violence. But you know what? We'll take it however we can get it. One more, uh, Senator Murphy. Bonnie, that's okay uh, with you. So it's good news that you see Republicans like Bill Lee stepping up and saying it's time for us to do something. Um, I think you're going to have more and more states, red states and blue states acting for one reason and one reason only. Um, voters are not going to allow politicians to stand by and do nothing. What you saw in Tennessee with this just um, overwhelming show of support from kids and parents uh, to back up those Tennessee lawmakers to demand change, that's happening all over the country. And so there'll be more action at the federal level. There'll be increasing pace of action at the state level. It's not going to all happen at once, but we've reached a point where yes. nothing is not an option. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Shame them in, into doing the right thing. Vote them out if they won't. That's it, right? Shame them. Vote them out. That's it. Senator Murphy, one more. Um, I do think that this is um, you know, a great social change movement in, in the tradition of the civil rights movement, in the uh, tradition of the marriage equality movement. I think we are going to get there. Um, I, I, ten years from now, I think we will absolutely have universal background checks in this country. Uh, I think everybody, when they buy a gun, will have to prove that they're not a criminal or that they're not somebody who's seriously mentally ill. That intervention, although it doesn't get talked about as much as a ban on assault weapons, probably is the most impactful because that's what stops um, the illegal trade of these guns that happens in our cities that drives the homicide rate up. I think 10 years from now, we will not be selling assault weapons to civilians in this country. I do believe that the American public have decided that they don't want these sold commercially. Yes, thank you. Oh my God, that would be amazing. You know why? You know why we're going to have that, Travis? Because of the youngins like Sean Comiskey. Yes. Right. And the, you know, if you notice, this is like a, a reverse rescue. Like the dogs are like, can we keep Sean? He doesn't eat. He doesn't eat nearly as much as Chris. Can we keep him? He shares his food better. These dogs have rescued Sean, and they will not. They're clamped onto him like alien face huggers.
Um, yes. Anyway, what was I going to say? Yeah, it, this like this leaked audio story, Travis. It just always exposes Republicans yeah. for who they really are. The Tennessee Holler released leaked audio of an internal conversation among Tennessee Republicans confronting one of their colleagues for voting to expel uh, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson and not Gloria Johnson, the yeah. white woman. Um, it, some members of GOP are not pleased about the optics. They're not concerned about the actual racism. No. They're concerned that it makes them look, look like the racist they are. Right. Yeah. Getting caught with your pants down. Right. And then it just becomes more of their whining. They're always the victims in, from Trump on down. Yeah. Right. The... Um, one of them said, I've been called a racist, a misogynist, a white supremacist more in the last two months than I have in my entire life. He said, sounding audibly angry. And by golly, I'm biting my tongue. I'm telling you all due respect. Those days are wearing thin right now. Oh, I see. So he's the victim, not the massive amounts of children impacted by gun violence and their families. But this guy, yeah. But if it walks like a white supremacist, right. misogynist, right. and the, it talks like a white the supremacist, white hood fits. <laughs> yeah. Right. Other Republicans in the auto e- echoed him, complaining and painting themselves as victims. I listened for the last three days to Democrats trash us as racist. Once Because you are. If the hood fits. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to put that over here in the frangela stack. You know, by the way. See how I, they feel just, about the white, the real victims, the white victims in Tennessee. Let's give a shout the out, snowflakes. by the way, yeah. to the Tennessee Holler, the 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 uh, site that posted that audio. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's also the same ones. They're the ones who um, exposed Lieutenant Governor for liking Twinks. Oh, yes. Absolutely. the owner of that had his house shot at while his family was at home. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So give a shout out to them. They're doing some good work down there. Yes. Shout out, Tennessee Holler. Okay. Um, Have I... Oh, by the way, you really should listen to the Patreon show. If you haven't joined Patreon, you should. We had Spicy Jody, and it was very, very spicy. That was a new... I, I didn't know she worked so blue. She works very, very wow. blue. And she was here yesterday, so we grabbed her to do the Patreon show. But uh, <clears throat> what were we... Oh, because of my, uh, you know, my campaign slogan for them. And it's free. You're welcome. You yes. Know, uh, stunts and... You know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, here comes Marjorie Taylor Greene on cue. I mean... Right? Applauding the traitor that just leaked our national security information again. I mean. Right? Like, and literally solely based on the fact that he's Yeah, he's white and Christian. And and, and, and racist and in a gun-loving yes, group. Yes, And, and there's a racist, video of him shooting a, a gun saying anti-Semitic yes. statements. I mean, a, come on. A white Christian guy that, right, that is in a racist whatever online group. So of course she's going to defend him, even though he's leaking. I don't even I don't even know what to say anymore. Um, yeah, hang on one second. Oh, wait, Malcolm Nance, Malcolm Nance had some thoughts. Oh, he had a lot of thoughts. You might be yeah, but Eric Swalwell tweeted McCarthy's top lieutenant, Marge, is siding with one of the biggest traitors America has seen. I'm sorry, Marge. Being white, male, and Christian is not a license to betray your country and put the lives of thousands at risk. But this wouldn't be the first time she sided with traitors. And so yeah. Don Jr. on cue, right, was like, oh, yes, I just realized that. They, I, I mean, it's extraordinary. They take any sore story and make it partisan. It just, I, the what's his name? In Texas, pardoning the racist killer. Because, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, the heck with the jury system all of a sudden. Let's blow that up because he's one of our guys. He's on our racist side. I Nakedly. Mean, yeah. Uh, Malcolm Nance started with, now hear this, traitors them all to hell and take Marge with you. That is all. Uh, those were his first thoughts. 
This morning he said, Leaker, there is a new class of young guys with top secret clearance these days who don't understand the meaning of the word oath. They are more attuned to owning the libs and impressing social media friends. Um, we are lucky it was not bride, uh, live broadcast from the skiff on TikTok. I mean, I, this is just, I, I don't even know what to say about this, right? I, I don't know. I've, I, I told you, I think, last year, yeah. a friend of mine grew up with a divorced her crazy MAGA husband. Yeah. Has the exact same title as this kid in the California Air National Guard. Yeah, and has access to well, the exact we really, same systems. Yeah, we need to look I at mean, who is getting access access to classified. These people are dangerous. Yeah, uh, tr- Trader Todd himself, Don Jr., the latest right wing political figure to heap praise on the suspect who was arrested yesterday in connection with the leak of highly sensitive classified documents. Just after Marjorie Taylor Greene said uh, Jack Douglas Texiera is that his name. Uh, was being treated as a traitor and a criminal. Yes. Because you are. Right. And credit him for exposing the truth. Trump's son said on his uh, podcast that he changed his thinking on issues related to leaking government documents. Oh, I see. Oh, now it's fine? When it's one of your little Yeah, specifically, he compared uh, Texiera to Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. Uh, Maybe it's just the U.S. government's a bad actor. Oh, my God. They will just go to any lengths to try to blame Biden for anything, right? He went on to say that uh, Trump has the way Trump has been treated. Got to play the once victim. again. They're victim snowflakes. He said, "I used to think they're villains. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're actually heroes." Trump Jr. added. He said uh, his father might be the only one competent enough to beat back World War Three. Oh my god! Oh my. Can give up the game oh inside with the bad guys. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! We have more audio of him sucking up to dictators. I just can't. And I sniffles. And a lot more sniffles. Yeah, this is not uh, doctored at all. Should we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is. Yeah, this is him sucking up to uh, you know enemies of America once again. Yes. Twenty. Yeah. Here we go. They're in the ballroom of Mar-a-Lago, and it was an amazing scene. But our meeting was supposed to take fifteen minutes. It took four hours. We got along so well. There was a great chemistry we had. Great. Fantastic. We talked about everything. Uh-huh. A great chemistry. But people ask me, uh, how smart. She, I said, top of the line. You never met anybody smarter. So So smart. Did such a great job on COVID. So transparent. I told him he's doing a terrific job. Fantastic. Never met anyone smart until you meet my friend Kim. Oh, yeah. Wait. (laughs) Oh, but wait. There's more. Here we go. How smart is Kim Jong-un? Top of the line. You know, people say, oh, this and that. Really smart. You know, when you come out and as a young man at 24, 23, even though he sort of inherits it, most what? people, when they inherit, they lose it. because he killed his And uncle. that's easy stuff. Wait, he took over a country of very smart people, very, very energetic people, very tough people, at a very young age, and he has total dominant control. Oh, my God. That's not easy. Oh, my God. And that's not just the Adderall talk, talking. I'm just I, top of the line. Did he inherit it because he had it? Uncle killed with an anti-aircraft gun? I was more or stuck a pack on of the, dogs or something? It was okay. an anti-aircraft gun, but I'm more stuck on the fact that Trump is saying you inherit it and you lose it all, spoken like he knows what he's talking <laughs> yeah, about. That's exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and let's not forget Putin. Putin. Very smart. Now oh, he's had stop of the line. And, and probably a bad year. Don't forget, that whole thing is not... If he took over all of Ukraine... And what are we going to do? Because Biden is so committed to Ukraine. What happens if it's a not winnable war? You know, there are people that say Ukraine cannot win, can't beat Russia. Oh, my God. He is such a traitor. He is such a Russian asset traitor. 
Oh my God. When you have all of the world leaders that you can talk about, and those are the oh, three I just you can't. choose oh, yeah, to yeah, keep yeah. praise oh, on. Oh, I didn't think I had more room in my mouth, but I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Allison Gill tweets, uh, two former directors of national intelligence testified today in two separate federal grand jury investigations into the former president for espionage and an attempted coup. Just, you know, sit with that sentence for a minute. Okay. All right, we sat with it for a minute. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. The sniffing is as possible has gotten worse since just the sound bites from yesterday. Was that later in the interview or is it? I mean. Wow. Yeah. Wow, he's just doing lines off of Tucker's ass. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, that's the first helping this morning. Oh, my God. Okay. We have a, hey, guess what? It's a Friday show. Is yes, there a reason is. I'm wearing a sexy liberal shirt? Maybe. Maybe we'll find oh. out. Why, John Fugelsang and Frangela all coming up on the big wow. show. And, of course, Glenn, you will be uh, doing the getting of the Glenn Kirshner in just a couple of minutes. 18 minutes after the hour. I am shocked. Shocked. Well, not that shocked. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes. Stephanie Miller. they say in the rap community it is the stephanie miller show you're in that community i was gonna wear my uh republicans they really are that awful t-shirt uh, however uh brian tyler cohen tweets jesus fort lauderdale florida is underwater right now and the mayor just said ron DeSantis quote has not called yet and i'm not sure what's going on DeSantis is in ohio on a book tour and the other headline DeSantis signs bill banning abortions after six weeks during late night closed door ceremony in case you were wondering republicans they really are that awful um, Karen in Chicago on that very same subject. Hello, Karen. Yes, good morning. And yeah, listening to the whiny Republicans in Tennessee, all I can hear in my head is, won't anybody think about the races? Yes, exactly. It's yes. like, give me a break. Um, yeah, you're exposed, and they're all being exposed. And um, what DeSantis did and the Republicans in Florida did overnight is absolutely unconscionable. Six-week abortion ban. That is when most women are finding out that they're pregnant. Yeah. So literally, it's, it might as well be a full ban. Yeah. That means nothing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just want to say, you know, 43% of Democrats in Florida came out and voted in the last gubernatorial race. That has to, we have to change that. That yeah. is insane. Yeah. Where is the Democratic Party in Florida and every single Democrat that's paying attention, you need to be talking to your fellow Democrats and sounding the alarm. And, they have got to show up. And by the way, because you're the smartest girl in class, I printed your tweet, although there were a bunch of them about useless things from Florida. Matt Gates, yeah, blaming um, medication yeah. for the school shootings. And you just made a mm-hmm. good point that a lot of people made. You said, point of order, no school nurses are doling out prescription medication that has not been provided to them by parents. The schools are not medicating our children. Matt Gates is whack. Thank you, smartest girl in class. But a lot of people Thank said that. You. That he's blaming school yeah. nurses who yeah. can't, they can't even give you aspirin, right, Karen? No. Yeah. Absolutely. Without- no, everything has to be, you know, 
with the permission of parents. You can't, yeah, so no. And anytime, like, my kids needed anything, I got a call from the school nurse. You know, they can't do anything without parental consent, you know, right. consent. So, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And, you know, I mean, whatever happened to parents' rights, you know? I mean, look, parents don't make that decision lightly. They consult with doctors and they consult, you know, before they do anything like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, Karen, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, it's hard. We can't do three hours on every topic. And I get that that is a very important, it's, you know, and, and sensitive topic for a lot of parents. I'm just saying I'm personally happen to be very anti-drug and I just don't, I don't like taking stuff. And so yeah. I'm just saying, and we talked about that, that can be, you know, a, a problem, but I think it's just yes. they, the Republicans don't ever they don't ever look to solve a problem. They just look to, you no. know, to do whatever they can to cast blame away from guns, right? But, but I thought Florida was the parents' right state where yeah. you can decide yeah. what books your kids exactly. read and everything like that. Yeah. So yeah. you should be able to decide right. what pills they take. Yeah, exactly. I, absolutely. No, I'm with you too, Stephanie, on that. You know, I'm not, I'm not big pharma. Like, I will, if I can do something through diet and exercise and changing certain things before I go to, you know, I... I would prefer to do that. You know, I, yeah. I have like one prescription for my thyroid and yeah. that's it. Yeah. You know, but, you know I, I saw I, I saw yeah. a lot of parents on Twitter that, you know, it also, you know, in certain kids, it changed their kids life that, you know, the, the medication mm -hmm. they were able to get. So, you know, I think it is a very yeah. personal thing. And you're right, Travis, if they're the party of parents rights, yeah. that should be a parent's yeah. decision. Right. Hands off. Exactly. You know, and I mean, as long as they're doing their due diligence, you know, I mean, it's like my son was on it for probably about a month and he just said he goes you know what this isn't helping me it's just not working and so then that was it yeah you know that was the end of it i mean you know but the, it, you it's not like you just blindly do it with you know without any kind of consultation with um you know uh, school yep. uh person you know person faculty or the doctors you know so yeah. it's crazy anyway yeah. love right. you guys love have you. a great weekend love you too boo 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 foo 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 um jeff tiedrich tweets breaking an air national guardsman who stole classified pentagon documents will be arrested today stole documents arrested without months of negotiations to please 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 get them back from the <laughs> golf motel where he hid them thank you we'll talk to glenn kirshner about that huh one day he got arrested that's yeah. weird okay glenn kirshner next Investigation, Brett, we have a constitutional duty to get to the facts, particularly when you have a district attorney interfering with the most important election we have, which is election of the commander in chief, the president of the United States. And understand what happened here. Alvin Bragg used federal funds to indict a former president for no crime. And then when we ask questions about it, when we want to investigate, he takes us to court. I wonder if anyone we know will have any thoughts on that, on that there was no crime. Let me... Oh, thank yeah. God. Oh. Former U.S. Attorney Glenn Kirchner is here. Get me Glenn Kirchner. Glenn Kirchner. Former 30-year federal prosecutor Glenn Kirchner. I can listen to him talk all day. Who has answered the call for his country once again. Glenn Kirchner. MSNBC legal analyst Glenn Kirchner. On the Stephanie Miller Show all day. Piercing blue-eyed. Glenn Kirchner. We got that Glenn Kirchner now and I feel okay. Um... I 
I know you had some thoughts on Twitter about Jim Jordan. <laughs> that was Jim Jordan. You just said he seeks to obstruct D.A. Alvin Bragg's prosecution of defendant Donald Trump by taking his clown show to New York City. That is the absolute best way to put it, isn't it? I mean, just a complete ridiculous stunt. And it's so transparent. I mean, you know, he's trying to interfere with and obstruct and chill Alvin Bragg in his prosecution of Donald Trump. You know, it, it, it really infuriates me that reportedly he's going to parade crime victims out um, in front of the public to try to beat up on Alvin Bragg. And using crime victims as props for political gain is despicable. And he happens to be violating the Constitution because, Steph, you know, I invite everybody to read and reread the Constitution. Nowhere in there does it enumerate powers to the federal government to oversee or interfere with state court prosecutions. This is it's absurd. It's obscene. And it's an abuse of office and of power and of position. And I loved uh, Mayor Adams said, maybe I can give him some tips on controlling crime since, you know, crime is what three times as much in uh, many of the J- Jim Jordan's Ohio cities as it is in New York. But anyway, let's talk about you said the uh, New York D.A. Alvin Bragg sues Jim Jordan to force him to stop obstructing the prosecution of defendant Trump because hashtag justice matters. So this was a, a good move and a, and a ballsy move. Right. And I'm glad he, he did it. Talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he has really three options. One option is to do nothing. I'm glad Alvin Bragg is doing something. The second option is to actually present evidence to the grand jury of what Jim Jordan is doing to obstruct the administration of of the government, because that's a federal crime in New York. Excuse me. That's a state crime in New York. If you interfere in governmental administration and the law specifically says if you interfere by trying to impede or intimidate a governmental official, a prosecutor, in the performance of their official duties, you're violating New York law. Steph, if Jim Jordan went to Times Square and robbed somebody, he should be held accountable. He is trying to rob the people of New York of justice in this prosecution. He's violating New York state law. So Alvin Bragg could begin presenting evidence of that to the grand jury. I don't know that he will. Or his third option, which is the one he took, was to try to bring suit to get Jim Jordan to stop violating the Constitution. Yeah. Well, and also you make the point, Jim Jordan, who criminally defied a congressional subpoena issues, congressional subpoenas. Um, And you said New York DA Bragg calls him out for obstructing the prosecution of Trump. Um, You ask a question, will Jordan ever be held accountable for his crimes? That's what I wonder, too. I mean, how close are we or not to, you know, these these people ever seeing any any justice that are in Congress? Well, you know, if Bragg chooses to try to hold Jordan accountable, that's that's one possibility. And the other is Jack Smith, because he really continues to go scorched earth after both the insurrection and the documents crimes. And if Jordan has criminal responsibility for the insurrection, I have some confidence Jack Smith will get after that. Yeah. Um, here's one bad thing, because you know everybody. Uh, you tweeted, so the judge who drew the Bragg versus Jordan case, Judge Mary Kay, uh, I can't pronounce that, Velasco? Visco Shield. Visco Shield. Okay. okay. Is a Trump appointee who worked for 33 years in, quote, general commercial litigation in New York City and whose one notable case appears to be dismissing a defamation suit by Karen McDougal against Tucker Carlson. 
Um, we talk about this almost every week, Glenn, but it's one of the worst things that, you know, I feel from the Trump era is just this complete politicization of justice, right? We have to always go, oh, great, it's a Trump judge. There goes the abortion pill. Oh, it's a Trump judge. There goes the mask mandate on, on you know, flights. I mean, it is really, um, it's it, it, it's terrifying, isn't it, to just be that afraid of how politicized the justice system has become. Yeah, he has so degraded the quality of the federal judiciary that it's going to take us generations to dig out and repair. Now, let me add, I don't know if Judge Viscochiel is going to be an honest broker of the law or not. When I, I did a little bit of digging, you know, I, I find it curious that somebody with no government experience, no public service experience, but was in general commercial litigation in New York City for 33 years. Might there be some tentacles that intertwine with Donald Trump's business interests in New York City when that's your only kind of professional experience. I don't know how that qualifies you to be a judge, but, you know, and then when you look at really the only notable case you could find was when she threw out Karen McDougal's defamation suit against Tucker Carlson. And and she did it because she said, well, nobody believes Tucker Carlson's lies and hyperbole. Well, yeah, I'll bet the Fox viewers believe his lies and hyperbole. And that acted to the detriment of Karen McDougal. So I don't really care for that ruling. This gives me reason to be concerned. Let's see how she presides over the the Alvin Bragg lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's, let's be hopeful. Um, you also talked about as defendant Trump's threats to judge and DA continue. It's time for the judge to order him to stop. I mean, once again, something no one else gets away with, right? What I mean, do you, do you mean a gag order, or talk to us about that? I do mean a gag order, and I don't want to shift topics. But you know, you look at the E. Jean Carroll defamation suit that's about to go to trial later this month. Donald Trump again tried to get the judge to not impanel an anonymous jury, right? I want to know the identities of these jurors who are going to sit in judgment against me. And that judge, Judge Lewis Kaplan, said, no, look at the threats you're leveling against Judge Marchand in your criminal prosecution. Look at the threats you're leveling against District Attorney Alvin Bragg. I will not disclose the identity of these jurors so you can do the same thing to them. So there's a judge, Steph, who's acknowledging in the strongest terms what Donald Trump is doing. And that judge is taking some remedies, right, putting some safety measures in place to address it. However, nobody will order Donald Trump to shut up. And that's what a judge needs to do. And there is a basis to do it. You narrowly tailor the limitations on his speech. You say you can't threaten judges or their families. You can't threaten district attorneys or their families. You can't go after jurors. And if you do, I'll consider upping the ante and maybe even putting you in jail pending trial. This is the way every other litigant in the country would be dealt with, but they continue to deal with Donald Trump wearing these kid yeah, gloves. and he has incited actual violence before and continues to. Um, let's talk about, we, you said before we got, went on, you went, well, oh, it looks like we can uh, prosecute people for uh, leaking classified documents. I mean, this guy is arrested. But I have to talk to you about right-wingers defending him reflexively. Marjorie Taylor Greene defended this, whatever, Jake, what's his name, 
Uh, just hours how he was, he, after he was arrested for allegedly leaking highly sensitive military documents online. Um, so he's, you know, in this, what is it, Thug Shake, what's it called, Travis? Thug Shaker Central. Uh, they have a shared love of guns, racist online memes and video games. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene said, Jake Texiera is white male Christian and anti-war. That makes him an enemy to the Biden regime. And he told the truth about troops being on the ground in Ukraine and a lot more. Ask yourself, who's the real enemy? A young low-level guardsman or the administration that's waging war in Ukraine, a non-NATO nation against nuclear Russia without war powers? I mean, I don't know what else you call these people but traitors. Flat-out traitors. That, that, you know. They're traitors. They're terrorists. Marjorie Taylor Greene is just not a serious person or a serious voice. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's clear that, you know, they don't believe the rule of law should apply to anybody who shares their ideology or their religion or their, you know, deity worship of Donald Trump. They just don't think the laws should apply to them. Look at the and either, Texas. Look either at we're going to remedy that or we're just going to go down with the ship. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mike Turner, at least, Republican of Ohio, said uh, the charges will reveal that uh, Texiera betrayed his country. It didn't used to be that complicated. You know, uh, what, what is an act of, of treason against your own country? I mean, I, I anyway, um, the Washington Post also reported a reviewed video of Texiera um, yelling a series of racial and anti-Semitic slurs into the camera, then fire several rounds at a target. I mean, I was saying, look what just happened in Texas, where Abbott's just forget what the jury thinks. Because I, you know, but he's he's on our side, quote unquote, right? We're just gonna we're gonna overrule what a jury thinks, right? Yeah, lawlessness will win if we let it, and you know, it, it does drive me nuts that they can you know lock up this this traitor taxier, yeah. and they can do it promptly as as well they should, and yet Donald Trump, who probably compromised our national security you know, even in ways beyond what Taxier has done, still out there playing golf. We know the crimes have been committed, but, yeah. you know, DOJ will not step up and do what's necessary. And I don't want to always be beating up on DOJ. But as I say, we're, we're going to go down with the ship if we don't start bailing some of this water out. Yep. Last one. You tweeted Justice Clarence Thomas ethical lapses are likely also crimes. Time for an investigation because justice matters. Um, this is Seth Coulter tweeted this morning. How's this for a headline? Supreme Court Justice's mother has lived rent free in a house owned by the justice's billionaire friend who has a large collection of Nazi memorabilia and also funded a job at a right wing organization for the justice's wife. I mean, does anything get more corrupt than that? And a direct violation of federal law when Clarence Thomas hid, failed to report the fact that this billionaire had bought his mom's house and then through, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars of improvements into that house. And Steph, the other two co-equal branches of government can take on this challenge, right? Yes. DOJ can investigate and prosecute, and uh, Congress can initiate an impeachment inquiry. Let's, let's and they it. need to do those things. Because hashtag justice matters. We love you, Glenn Kirshner. We've linked to all of your stuff. Love you, Steph. See you next week. All right, 46 See minutes after the hour. Right back. And we'll be right back. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Fifty-two minutes after the hour, uh, Kurt in Ohio. Hey, Kurt. Hey, thanks, Steph, for taking my call. Yes. Um, 
wanted to call you real quick before I had to go out and mow my lawn here in Northeast Ohio, and it's 85 degrees. Oh! But anyway, thank you for the you were talking about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Oh dear. Yes. Earlier this week. Uh huh. Well, I don't think it's a good idea for two reasons. One, Dennis Kucinich is um, campaign managing Bobby Kennedy Jr. right now. Oh dear. He's he's also being encouraged by Steve Bannon, who admitted that he just wants you know a chaos agent basically. Exactly. But also, historically, if you look back to 1912, every incumbent president up for re-election, except for Hoover in 1932 because of the Republican Depression of 1929, and Donald Trump in 2020 because of COVID and other things, every incumbent president was challenged in a primary election and lost the general election or lost their re-election. That's the point, is to weaken. And I'm just, you know, of all the nightmarish, right, scenarios, Travis, when we go, oh my God, this is, I mean, Donald Trump could only win by cheating the last time. Don't underestimate their ability to cheat 16 ways to Sunday and get a chaos candidate or a third bar or God knows what, right? Uh, President Dark Brandon yesterday. The only thing I bring to this career after my aged, as you can see, how old I am, (laughs) was a little bit of wisdom. I come to the job with more experience than any president in American history. Doesn't make me better or worse but it gives me a few excuses. Uh, and one more, the president. Let's set our eyes squarely on the future. Let's harness what's best in us. Our courage, our creativity, our loyalty, our tenacity, and our loyalty again. Let's once more, for our generation and generation to come, strive to make hope and history rhyme. Because I've never been more optimistic about the future than I am today. And I'm at the end of my career, not the beginning. Rose in Chicago. Hey, Rose, welcome. Hey. Hi. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, I know a millennial couple. um, And I remember after 2016 election, talking to them about the election. And I remember they told me that the two of them voted for Jill Stein. And I remember saying something to the effect of, you know, oh, my God, elections matter, you guys. And they actually said, when I kind of asked them why, they said, one of them actually said, well, we just couldn't vote for Hillary with that kind of a sarcastic sarcastic attitude. And I thought, oh, my yeah. God, what have you done? So here, now, six years later, they're, you know, they're a couple, and they're trying to start a family, and they've always talked about having a very small, you know, family, one or two kids maybe, and even use an IVF if they need to. And all that's coming back to bite them now because that might all be taken away from them. Yeah. And it's like elections matter. It's so ridiculous. So yeah. ridiculous. Sean, if I, Sean's, if I have Sean's, our, you, Sean's our official stem cell, he millennial. But I remember, Sean, in 20, didn't you say you had millennial friends that a couple few voted for Jill Stein just because they didn't, they thought, oh, Hillary's got this. You know, it was more of like a protest vote. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah Rose, go ahead. Oh, do I have, if I have time, can I mention a, dangerous toy I had as a kid to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Sure. Yeah, I remember having something that was called a a six-finger, S-I-X, like number six Uh finger, and it was plastic, and it looked like a a fake plastic finger, and you put it in your hand between your thumb and your index finger to make it look like you had this extra finger, and it would shoot this plastic projectile (laughs) out of it. You could take somebody's eye out. Oh, that's um, that's fun. As a kid. Yeah. I used to hide behind our living room sofa oh. and point it at the uh, Christmas tree ornaments. Yeah. And if I did hit one, 
and it shattered back in the old days. It was those yeah. those kind of glass kind of ones. And if it would shatter, and my mom would you know, come in the living room and start yelling, yeah. and I just blame it on the cat. Yeah, and I got away with it. All right, Rose, that's a delightful <laughs> story, and that's why all her moms were popped up on goofers. In the, this kid had in the Mad Men days. Weapons. <laughs> because right, they armed us with dangerous toys, and then they needed to sedate themselves. Okay, let's go. Let's go to uh, uh, Sarah in uh, Texas. Hey, Sarah, welcome. Well, hello. Good morning, Good Stephanie. Morning. Hey, Sean, we've missed your uh, uh, albino eyebrows all over the place. So that would, it's Just Mike saying. Pence that has the albino eyebrows, but thank I'm you. So, well, yeah. no, but yeah, it's Sean but that I, pointed I, it I out. Understand. Mike yeah. Pence is up to his yeah. albino yeah. eyebrows in this. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hey, listen, um, I wish I was calling on a better note, um, uh, but the la- I, she's not my house. I don't call her my my um, maid or housekeeper. She's so much more than that. So I call her um, my 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 home general manager. Okay. She called me this morning. Uh, a few months ago, her youngest son was walking home from uh, the, the convenience store that's right up the street from her house and several uh, white boys got out of a car and beat him terribly for no reason other than being Hispanic. Oh dear. And um, they, they took him to the hospital and they, you know, they patched him up and, and um, although she is legal by the way, and she doesn't speak very much yeah. English and I don't, Sarah, sorry, we're, um, we are at a heartbreak. I uh, send love and light to her son. Texas does not seem like a happy place to be no. these days. 58 minutes after the hour, John Fugel saying, and Frangela all coming up on the Stephanie Miller Show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Well, I think there's this effort in politics to try to pretend that that Congress is glamorous and and we are powerful and it's all this, you know, really wonderful, amazing things. And the, the truth is, it's like you're hot, you're late, you're sweaty, you don't know what's going on, you're flying back and forth. And I think we should be more honest with the American people about Congress is a mess. And that's because democracy is kind of supposed to be messy. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But what's not okay is lying to the American people about it and pretending that it's all easy and it's all cut and dried. Because the truth is, it's hard. It is hard to go to work every day with Marjorie Taylor Greene as a colleague. <laughs> just, just based on how she smells, according to wow. Noel Kastler's Uber driver friend. What was it again? A wetsuit that's been left in the car uh, the in July. Days. Right. And, and a bone broth and buttermilk milkshake. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So just that alone. I'm never ordering that at Shake ever again. Stunts and <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying I'm giving them a slogan for free. Yeah. Okay. Um, because they oh, either that or they just are a defense team for the biggest crook we've ever had in the yeah. White House, right? Uh, so Trump testified yesterday. Oh, he took the, I believe the uh, score now. Trump has taken the fifth 440 times. Mm-hmm. 
Hillary Clinton, that would be uh, zero. Right. For those of you, if you're keeping score at home. Nothing to hide. Yeah. Um, so Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted, uh, Trump told the court how incredibly successful he and his family have been truly living the American dream. I, that's not, I don't think he said he said anything, did he, other than taking the fifth? Uh, he's, she said, I just spoke to our great 45th POTUS, Donald J. Trump. I just think I'm going to vote. Oh, and future 47th president. <laughs> um, after he spent all day being questioned by vicious lying loser Letitia. Oh, my God. They're just, it, right, eighth grade name callers, just like him. That's yep. the, their, their sole existence. Um, oh, Matt Schlapp has tweeted, speaking of right wing. He said it's sad to see, oh, sorry. It's sad to see how vicious and polarized politics has become as a result of the intolerance on the left. We need to revive the idea of friendships and respect for one another, regardless of political affiliation, says noted penis pummeler. And also, Wheel of right-wing hypocrites! It's intolerance on the left of hypocritical penis pummeling. We're fine with regular penis pummeling if it's two consenting adults. If you're into it, if that's your thing, pummel away, but it's not mine. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, uh, I sent Sean Comiskey... Uh, it's a cartoon. It's a giant dog. This is uh, dogs 300 years ago. I killed all the wolves and ate the liver of a fox that wanted to steal food from our home. Dogs now. You changed my food. Now I have diarrhea. <laughs> our dogs are seas now, aren't they? Yeah. However, we have an unsolicited testimonial, don't we? Right. So I gave you Dr. Marty's Nature's Blend for Hefe. Yep. Who is a persnickety? He said, right? Yeah. He's uh, not. He he's he's yeah. not going for the food that he has right now. So. Yeah. And. Uh, he loved it. Oh my God. This unsolicited testimonial, Dr. Barney's Nature's Blend. I'm telling you, I thought they grew opposable thumbs because when I switched their food, you know, you mix it, right? It was like they just picked out all, like they had tweezers, that you want. tweezers yeah. or opposable thumbs. They only ate the Dr. Marty's and left the other little kibbles there. I do the same thing with the marshmallows in my Lucky Charms cereal every weekend. So I get good that. Analogy. I totally get that. Good analogy. Heffy's a good boy. Yeah. yeah. DrMartyPets.com slash Stephanie. Yeah. He was on his hind legs asking for more. Was he? Yeah. They love it. I'm telling you. It's crazy. Okay. Was he dancing like one of the, the dogs that... T- arthritic. The arthritic, arthritic from years of dancing for his food. <laughs> getting there. All right. David in Miami. Hello, David. Randy Rose. Hello. Oh, sorry. That's the wrong. Oh, you show. yelled out the wrong name. That's okay. I'm used to it. Hey, it's, fine. it's fine. I love her too, so it's yes. fine. I might have yelled her name out with you, so who knows? Great mind. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, some big companies they have dead peasants insurance. I say we need Lord Grantham insurance, like the big guy in the Downton Abbey who is just utterly incompetent and is there for no good reason. Unfortunately, hmm. there's maybe generations who either have dementia or so severe autism, undiagnosed, untreated. I'm sorry, we need to find them, retire them honorably, make them emeritus class, because unfortunately they're making life unlivable for the rest of us. Uh, whether it's Trump, certain senators, you know, we need a plan, you know, pay them, get them help, whatever, but get them out of power so that us survivors can try to survive, oh, I don't know, a 26-inch rainstorm. My dad and I were not in Aventura. It was bad, but Fort okay. Lauderdale was worse. Okay, yes. Love and, you. Right, okay, love you too. And I, uh, he's calling from inside his dryer. It but, was, uh, yeah. It kind of took, okay, took some turns. yes, Ron DeSantis is no in casa. And yeah. Fort Lauderdale is uh, 
underwater. Okay. Um, we were talking about our uh, political dilemma out here, and I was, you know, this is my Libraness, is I always, I can't ever decide. Yeah. I see both sides, and then I change my mind. But because I, we're just at such an emergency, I think, with the judiciary, and yep. we were talking about the fact that Dianne Feinstein has missed, I don't know what it is she's now, 50, almost 60 now. votes. Yeah, yeah, she has shingles. She's 89. And she, but she's missed, you know, and meanwhile, I think because we have this judge, this Trump judge that, you know, did the abortion bill. There, put a spotlight pill, back on that issue. <clears throat> yeah, it's just there is a spotlight, right, on on judges. And so I understand going, ugh, you know, like we, we have got to get judges confirmed because you can't get any judges confirmed while she is out. So, but I do get the sexism that Chuck Grassley is how old, Sean? 11 billion, I'm going to say? Ancient. Yes, 11 billion. Yeah. And I do get there is a sexism. I think Nancy, do we have a cut eight? Nancy Pelosi, there is some sexism in that, and it's I get debate. it. Yeah. She deserves the respect to to get well and be back uh, on duty. And uh, I, I just, it's it's interesting to me. I don't know what political agendas are at work that are going after Senator Feinstein in that way. I've never seen them go after a man who was sick in the Senate in that way. Yeah, I mean, she, and Chris Murphy actually echoed her point, yeah. Senator Murphy. I think it's interesting that, you know, there have been male senators who have been away from the chamber for quite a period of time and haven't necessarily had, you know, this call for resignation. Mitch McConnell, for instance, has um, been out of the Senate for a few months now. Um, I, I think that there are, you know, likely people who, um, you know, would like to see Senator Feinstein resign so that either, you know, they or their favored candidates can perhaps be appointed to that seat. Yeah. I mean, it's look, this is politics. And I happen to love her. I mean, I have met her. Yeah. I actually, you know, have uh, loved her for a long time. And I think she has. And I've always thought she has the the right to retire with dignity and respect on her own terms. But it's just I think we're just in such a we really are literally facing fascism on many yeah. fronts. And I think it just it, it gets terrifying that we're not able. I, and I wish it didn't have to be this way. Like we have to get judges in because pretty much everyone Trump appointed are lunatics, yeah. are right-wing lunatics, and not qualified. It's the first time in history that the ABA, they didn't have, none of them got, were rated by the ABA, right? They were, none of them right. were rated qualified. No. Um, one more, I, Sen Senator Murphy, sorry, real quick. I think Diane is a legend. I think she has changed this country for the better. I think she made the right decision to ask for temporary removal while she recovers from the Judiciary Committee, but I think she deserves to um, have a little bit of time to recover from this injury and illness to be able to get back to the Senate. And no, I don't love, um, you know, uh, members uh, of the House of representatives uh, telling her what she should do and the terms upon which she should end her public service. There's plenty of members of the Senate who have been sick, gotten ill, and have been given some time to come back and recover. So, Trev, you were explaining to me her stepping down from the judiciary. Does that help this judge? So, it's it a little technical, right? Th so there's a there's a loophole that we have to jump through for this one. If, if she were to retire, just retire, right. leave yeah. the Senate, someone who is appointed, and they can refill yeah. their seat. But to do this step down, they need to get Republicans to sign off on right. this, to like a temporary replacement. We're gonna, right. We're going to substitute. Oh, and they're already, of course, there's Zephyr. They're like, oh, only cinema. Who's not a Democrat right. anymore? Right. Like this is, you know, so they wanted to be once again all on their terms. I mean, if Republicans were decent, you'd go, okay, right? But, but they're not. And I, 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 I love Diane Feinstein. I respect Diane Feinstein. I think one of the things that Pelosi and Murphy aren't talking about there is. Underlying the shingles condition is all these reports we've had about her memory issues. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that to me is a, well, a separate thing than recovering from shingles. And by the way, so Kristen Sinema not only is not a Democrat anymore, but she just very, very publicly gave the middle finger basically to yeah. Biden and Democrats and the White House has been talking about Democrats at Republican fundraising stuff. I mean, give me a break. Like that's a compromise, right? right? Well, but um, if Republicans do not support them substituting someone for Dianne Feinstein, yeah, then we can't pass judges out as easily from yeah. the, the Judiciary yeah. Committee. Yeah, that's the problem. And, and if they hold yeah. our feet to the fire, then if they're not going to support this, then I think it really is time for Diane to consider stepping down well, this and is retiring. Ro, Ro Khanna on the other side of the issue, Representative uh, Khanna. First of all, let me just say this. I have an enormous amount of respect for Senator Dianne Feinstein. She has had an extraordinary career in public service. She's been an icon on issues of gun violence and women's rights. Uh, but it has become painfully obvious to many of us in California that she is no longer able to fulfill her duties. Uh, she doesn't have a clear return date. We haven't been able to confirm judges at a time where women's rights and voting rights are under assault. Uh, one more, Rokana. Senator Durbin himself, who's the chair of judiciary, has said that the reason we're not being able to move these judges uh, is because Senator Feinstein isn't there. And so as someone from California, I felt an obligation to say what so many colleagues are saying in private, that the time has come for her to gracefully step down and have a dignified end to a very distinguished political career. Here I am. I literally see both sides of this I, I, issue, I and it's just a difficult, difficult issue. Well, and, then, I, and I get what people are saying, that Ro Khan is one of the people that wants that seat, along with Adam Schiff and well, no, Katie Ro Porter. Well, says and, he's not running. No, he's, no? He's, okay. he's endorsed Barbara Lee. But that's oh, the, Barbara Lee. I'm sorry. He's Yeah. But, I mean, that's the what piece. they're saying. That's what Senator Murphy was saying, is everybody mm. is, has their candidate that they want, would obviously love to get appointed, because that would be a huge leg up. The other piece of it is, is Gavin Newsom has said if there is a retirement, he would appoint a black woman. And we've already got a race right now yeah. with our, you know, we love our Adam Schiff. We love yeah. our Katie Porter and we yeah. love our Barbara Lee. Yeah. 14. One more. Speaking of Katie Porter, talking about uh, Congress in general. Congress has about the same popularity as the American cockroach. And I think we should think about why is that? Why don't people like us? Why don't people trust us? And I think a lot of it is because we're not straight with them about what it's really like, about why it's hard, about what the challenges are um, and about what we can do about it. Um. Can I just say, we do have an embarrassment of riches, particularly in California. Yeah. You're right. No, I, I mean, Adam Schiff, Katie Porter, Barbara Lee. I mean, you just can't go wrong, right? I mean, it's... it's. Uh, but then you also... On the, their side, did I mention that they are mostly just uh, stunts and... Right. Mm -hmm. But th the flip yeah. side of that, too, is if, if Newsom does then follow through and appoint a black woman, that would be Barbara Lee, most likely. Yeah. yeah. Then does he give her an unfair advantage in the upcoming election? I know. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, yeah. it's one of those things I just... and it, It's a mess. She's, I know. She's older, too. Yeah. She's in her I 70s. Know. I know. Uh, All it, right. There's a lot to think about. Uh, okay. All right, let's just... There's no good just, answer. I need a nap. There's I no need good answer. Okay. 18 minutes after the hour. It's not radio. It's Stephanie Miller. love story that is Bonnie and Sean has begun again. You know, it is amazing, Sean. I, we have to give you props for how well you're doing your job with sometimes two shorkies, you know, 
blocking your every move. You know what is Chris? There's no place to sit because it's just a True. pure block of muscle. He's like a rock and sock and robot. Yeah, he can barely even move his arms. He's got like T Rex. So arms. there's nowhere. He's got to be really close to that, that table. To, right. There's nowhere for him to sit. He can't really move his arms anyway, so they can't really. He's not bendy. So now that it's like a little manger scene in here. Now they just don't know what to. Th- now this is where they they live. Sean's she? warm flannel embrace. <laughs> yeah, she just walks up, looks up at me. I can't say no. Look at that face. Oh, the kisses. Oh, she okay. wants to pay attention to that paper though. She okay, right. Paul and <laughs> Paul in Seattle. Hello, Paul. Oh, good morning. Most importantly, I've been meaning to say I'm totally jealous that Stephanie has a new girlfriend with an awesome rack. Thank you very I much. I used to, thank but you. we, we here at Hooterville, good. thank you and salute you. <laughs> you used to have an awesome rack or you used to have a girlfriend with an awesome rack? That's a legit yeah, question. I, no, but yeah, it was, a, it was a long time ago, and I'm a childless loser, too. So, uh, But uh, <laughs> leave it there if you wish. But uh, to go on about the federal courts, the Fifth Circuit made it an even worse ruling than this, if possible, than this idiot in uh, federal district court judge in Texas. Three things that they did that they – are not have not in their purview to do. If, if two of them have to do with state rights to regulate medical practice. First thing is they reduce the access of Bristone from 10 weeks to seven weeks. Sorry, that's regulated at the state level. Uh, also revoking the power of prescription of nurse practitioners and physicians assistants to prescribe it is also regulated at the state level, not the federal court. And then to say you can't get it through the mail. Well, Congress could do that under the interstate commerce clause, yeah. but the whole problem with this whole case is that we're not considering what law are they looking at? Because when the judiciary looks at regulating an administrative agency like the FDA or the EPA, they have to be looking at, is that agency do, performing or regulating within a reasonable uh, interpretation of a law that Congress has passed? And I haven't even heard about what law they're considering. It's all BS. This is all yeah. political crap. From yep. Donald Trump and the MAGA right wing. Yeah, I mean, I this this headline says everything you need to know. DeSantis signs bill banning abortions after six weeks during late night closed door ceremony. Yep. You only do something right in the dark of night, like they always say, if you don't want media attention, right? Like the and these leaks out of uh, the the audio out of Tennessee, they're just scared. Like, oh, they, this makes us know. look like the racists that we are. You know, they all all they care about is is you know how does this look? Not what's actually optics, the right they, thing to do. All they care about yeah, is the optics. optics. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Valerie in Illinois. Hello, Val. Hi. How Hi. are you guys? Good. Go ahead. I just have a real quick thing. We were watching the news last night, and they were showing about the 24 inches of rain, and, and my husband blurts out, hey, where's Wonder Boy with his white boots? And I just couldn't stop laughing. I thought, there we go. There's a DeSantis yes. moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, meanwhile, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale's underwater, and he's on a book tour, right? I mean, it, it, yeah. 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 Gotta love him. All right. Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, all right. Oh, did I play the second uh, Jim Jordan noted douchebag? I don't think you Somebody. did. Yeah, 16. And he takes us to court because we want to talk to someone who left the DA's office a year ago, who went out and wrote a book on this very subject, did all kinds of interviews, was pushing to go after President Trump before he got there, while he got there, when he left, he wrote a book about it, and we're not allowed to talk to him to do our duty. They're obstructing our constitutional duty to do oversight. Oh, my God. You have no jurisdiction. No. You have no jurisdiction. 29 minutes after the hour, John Fugel saying next.
Well, look, I, 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 number one, I've been very clear about what I think of the Manhattan DA's uh, indictment. I mean, on a, on a seven-year-old campaign finance issue to indict a former president of the United States, I think is a, it was a great uh, disservice to the country, and, and uh, I think the overwhelming majority of Americans recognize that. But look, at the end of the day, I, mm. I'd rather we leave these decisions to voters. Let's, uh, let's, let's bring the American people the truth. Let's talk about the record. Let's talk about a vision for the future. But I, I just trust Republican primary voters. I trust the American people to choose the right leadership for America. They've done it again and again. I'm confident we'll do it again in 2024. Okay. Well, it's another edition of people who will never be president. Never. Uh, never, Mike yeah. Pence. Mike Pence trying to pretend that he was not a part of the Trump administration, though. He... Mike Pence is up to his albino eyebrows in this. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Was up to I just love how exasperated he sounded at the beginning. Well, I... Oh, I'm just I, trying to have it both oh, ways. Oh, oh, I'm just trying to have oh, it both mother ways. Mother doesn't like when you ask about the bad man who tried to I'm kill us. I'm trying to defend the man who tried to hang me and my whole family. Oh, mother does not accuse these questions. Okay. All right. Hey, look. Uh, look who's here. What? Yes. Right. You will say. With John, you will say. Oh, hi, John. Hi. Hi. What's you can laugh at Mike Pence now, but just wait until he gets his ass kicked by margin of error in every presidential poll. <laughs> He's a revolting fake Christian, as you would call him, uh, Mike he, Pence. Yes, he, he he and Trump actually met on fake Christian mingle. So that's it's it's <laughs> nice. He's still standing up for him. Um, you watched, obviously, the same we've been playing. We, I, I don't normally enjoy, but I've really been enjoying the Trump sound bites from the Tucker interview. And you said oh, yeah. uh, you said the irony is Trump doesn't know what Tucker really thinks of him because Trump only watches Fox News. So he doesn't know that what Tucker's texts say, I guess. Gravel, Tucky, gravel, gravel in your place, Tucky. Yeah, he has no idea. It's kind of it's kind of beautiful. Thank you, Dominion lawsuit. It's we're, we're I think we're all a little bit shocked because we're finally witnessing, I guess, what we should call the dawn of accountability. Like Donald Trump, after years and years of walking between the raindrops legally and ripping people off, I mean, he's finally facing a little bit of actual music. We're actually seeing Fox News being held accountable. Uh, they lied us into the Iraq war. They spread racist birtherism for years. But finally, because they lied about this election, someone's going to pay a few nickels. I, I think we're all just a little bit shocked to know that there really were grownups in the room all this time. Yeah. Oh, and Lordy, there's tapes. So is this uh, Maria Bartiromo? Oh, yeah. Oh, Maria yes. Bartiromo. Okay, wait to take a listen to Maria Bartiromo. Have any of the machines been looked at? He had said that one was looked at in Georgia. Uh, I'd have to check on that in terms of Georgia. I know during the audit they did check on those machines. Um, they're really, you know, the... the if we just go off the record for one sec here. Yeah, chip card. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want us to say it if it's not. That's why we're yeah, checking. I would, I would, I would, I think they have looked at the machines. Uh, when, the, when the Secretary of State did its audit, uh, there, there was a lot, I think a fair bit of looking at the machines. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the audit came in pretty darn close to what the machine count was with the receipts. So, you know, I don't know the outcome of those, but our understanding, again, this is from the Secretary of State's office, is that there weren't any physical issues with machines on those inspections. Oh, so that was someone telling her. there were, And so yes. then she went on TV and reported the opposite. That there was. Yes. Yeah. That seems. Yes. I'm not a lawyer, but, but that. It's OK. I'm sure they can find a low level producer to blame all this on. Don't worry. She'll be fine. 
I used to work with her at CNBC. I hosted an award show with her once and spent a lot of time with her. She wasn't always like this. It's yeah. really incredible how this Trumpism just rotted the brains of, you know, uh, people who are just lame conservatives. Yeah, exactly. Wait, uh, but wait, John, there's more. Hang on. Tell me. What about this software, this Dominion software? Oh. That's, that's a little harder. Troubling. To tell you right, it's being it's anal being analyzed right now. I mean, there are a couple of races that have been reversed because uh, the no. Democrat was triple counted two two already in Michigan. Now, whether that applies to the whole state or not, I I can't tell you yet. This Dominion software does Nancy Pelosi have an interest in it? I, yeah, I've read that. I don't. I, I can't prove that yet. Okay. That was Rudy Giuliani saying. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't. But of course, then they again, they went on and said it. They ran with it. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, Rudy Giuliani sounds like a $7 bottle of Matus. I just want to point that out. <laughs> okay. And one last one. Here we go. Now we've seen virtually zero pickup of the January 6th date. So realizing that the, uh, a lot of folks, uh, you know, who probably have normal lives haven't gone through and looked at the, uh, you know, the case of Hawaii in 1960 and how that went all the way to January 6th and such. Um, that's the whole reason why I wanted to chat with you to just understand where the real backstops are here. In the January 6th date, I'm pulling up our timeline. We do have it. That's House and Senate count the electoral votes, correct? Right. right. And if both sets, if both sets of electors are set up, that would be the moment when the vice president, the president of the Senate, would have to decide which slate of electors to, to go with. Huh. It's interesting. I, uh, I'm, I'm not a legal expert, but it seems like Fox's goose is cooked here. Am I correct? Am I yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna probably have to pay uh, two billion dollars, and that means that Rupert might not be able to get a second croissant with breakfast one day, and that'll be the end of it. But there will have been accountability; it will be on the record. I always say I don't think Trump's ever gonna do a day in jail. Oh God, I, just, I hate when I you just say that. I want to see you, him declared. No one can make me lose my erection like you, John Beagle saying. Look, I, look, I, I, what I'm saying is his life is gonna be a living hell for the rest of his life. I don't need to see all the way. I don't need. Oh, to I do. Fox oh, I do. Freud. I just want to see some accountability. I you know what I want? I want Mike Bloomberg to buy Fox News. That's what I want. <laughs> um, okay. You, uh, somebody tweeted, uh, John Fugel saying, I would also like to add Americans and all firearms uh, owners and enthusiasts understand exactly why it is the American right and duty to own a long gun. It's not for the petty thieves robbing liquor stores. They are meant for the purpose of killing members of the tyrannical government. You said, mm. I don't think we can trust men to kill members of my government. We can't even trust them with apostrophes because he, yeah, that he did not use apostrophes plural. correctly. Yeah. yeah, like four plurals. Yeah, yeah. but you know, yeah. can, I, can I just say one thing? Um, no matter how rough a week any of you are having, it's probably going better than the Dalai Lama. Have you have you talked about His Holiness on the show this week, I, Steph? I have not. Yeah, I refer uh, to you as my His Holiness, so I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, well, the the story is only growing, and it's really really awful. Uh, and I just I just want to say, um, you he, he know, he kissed a, a boy on the mouth or something. Is that no? Over? It's worse. It's okay. it's worse. It's worse. Uh, even the the Catholic Church knew never to film it. Uh, His Holiness is having an audience in northern India. Little yeah. boys up on the podium with yeah. him. And His Holiness asks the boy to give him a kiss on the mouth, and then he sticks out his tongue and says to the child, who is visibly uncomfortable, suck on my tongue. Oh. To a little boy. Oh, I didn't, um, I, I didn't heard that. There's no. only so many ways you can spin this. And I, I just want to say uh, all the world's religions are really, really, really happy that finally uh, Buddhism is the religion in trouble. We waited a long time. <laughs> for those empty, smug snobs to be dragged down to our level. And there's a lot of Catholics saying, that's right, that's right. <laughs>
Um, and, and it's it's really playing, awful. Playing holier no, than thou, are they? Yeah. Okay. Who's, who's ever going to be photographed next to the Dalai Lama again? This step, this ruins my screenplay for Kundun Two. Do you understand? This ruins it. And who I really feel the most sorry for, and all the Buddhists, because you can't fire the Dalai Lama. It's not like a pope. Like when yeah. he dies, he comes back, and it's the same guy. So yeah. the real victim here is the next Dalai Lama, that little kid. Because yeah. that little kid is going to get blamed for whatever this guy did now. Oh. He's going to be called a groomer before he can walk. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. The, the Dalai Lama broke the brand of Dalai Lama this week, and it's shocking and sad, and I don't think you'll be seeing a lot of celebrities posing for pictures with His Holiness anymore. We should expect some sort of announcement about yeah. dementia to come in the next week. Yeah. I mean, I stuck my tongue in Travis's ear when I was trying to hire him, but... And yeah, it wasn't really, it job, wasn't really but consensual, but at least we're adults. And, and, but, and, and also, in my defense, he said yes to taking the And job, you waited until so. his 18th birthday to do it, Stephanie. Yeah, That's I the did. point. I we did. all remember. You waited. Yeah. I <laughs> okay. I like when you play a story on Twitter because it's good. James said, I have four ancestors who died fighting for the South in the Civil War. Also numerous others that were wounded. My family, based on letters from them, couldn't have cared less about slavery. They were poor Bama farmers fighting for Alabama. And you said that's what they were told by the wealthy slave owners as they handed your ancestors the uniforms and rifles. Oh, my God. How many times are we going to have to talk about the Civil War? I mean, well, it's Confederate History Month. Tate yeah. Reeves, governor of Mississippi, has once again, for like the 30th year in a row, declared April Confederate History Month, uh, which... I mean, what can you say, really, in this century? I mean, congratulations. I haven't seen this many people celebrating the side that lost since Donald Trump's inauguration, but they're still doing it. This is why we talk about the need for critical race theory, because we do have, when you are still, Barack Obama's presidency was twice as long as the Confederacy, but they're still celebrating those magical four years. Yeah, yep. Um, also, you tweeted, if Putin slaughters any more civilians, the GOP is prepared to respond with the harshest possible condemnation of Hunter Biden. Um, we started the show talking about what it, just complete traitors they become. Marjorie Taylor Greene to Don Jr. to whatever. I mean, them defending this, uh, you know, because he's a white Christian racist male, this guy that just leaked all of our, you know, classified intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's the game now, right? Like Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis are pretending to be isolationist on this war, and the mainstream media is helping them, calling Ron DeSantis isolationist. You're not; they're not isolationist. Yeah. Okay, you're either on the side of democracy yeah. or authoritarianism. It's yeah. really simple. Yeah. So, so when they say, "Oh, why are we sending all this money over there?" What they're really saying is democracy doesn't matter and we should let authoritarianism violently take over with brutality, rape, and mass slaughter. Every one of them. And by the way, did you notice Lindsey Graham, who five years ago said that we should cut off all foreign aid to Saudi Arabia because Prince Mohammed bin Salman was a monster, spent Easter Sunday with Prince Mohammed bin Salman in Saudi Arabia, yeah. released photos of the two of them and we, smiling. And we just face. played the blowsies to, uh, I don't know, Putin, Kim Jong-un, every thug dictator, MBS in the world in this Fox interview, right? They're smart, no. top of the game, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and this that wasn't even the scariest thing he said this week. This was uh, if he gets back in. Hang on. As we completely overhaul the Federal Department of Justice and oh. FBI, we will also launch sweeping civil rights investigations into Marxist local district attorneys. And that's what we have. They're Marxists in many cases. Marxists. By refusing to charge countless crimes, these Soros prosecutors appear to be engaging in selective enforcement based mm-hmm. on illegal racial discrimination. 
against orange guys is what his point was there you see yeah all these all these marxist da's against private ownership uh yeah that that's trying to marxist da's trying to nationalize industry yeah uh, I'm glad he mentioned Soros, though, because let, let can you imagine if we found out that George Soros uh, had been funding, uh, giving thousands of dollars to Sonia Sotomayor for the last few decades? Yeah. Can you imagine if George Soros had bought a house from Sonia Sotomayor? I'm so tired of that game, though, is us having to go. Can you imagine if you're right? John, why is there and why does the media allow such a double standard? Why is this Clarence Thomas every, you know, unbelievable act of corruption just you know, gets reported like regular news. You're right. It, well, it, but you know what? Chris Van Holland is doing something very smart. The senator is, is trying to get a new oversight rules, uh, a set of ethics that the Supreme Court has to adhere to because his committee controls the purse strings for the Supreme Court. So they're trying to tie the Supreme Court getting funded to the Supreme Court following a new set of ethics rules as part of the budget package. Yeah. The problem is, as you know, the Republican Party will never get behind this. Yeah. So we get to see the corruption right out there in plain sight, and none of us can do anything about it. It's right there, but John Roberts isn't going to do anything about it. The only way you can remove a Supreme Court justice is through impeachment, and these Republicans don't care. He'd have to wear a Black Lives Matter t-shirt for them to impeach him. All right. I'm wearing my sexy liberal T-shirt because I don't. Is that the sexy liberal engine I hear revving up? I Who knows? Who knows if we're going to have sexy be. liberal news soon? But we may. And it just I just I don't know why I just was looking at you and thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, who knows? The elves have been working in the workshop, I've heard. Yes. A lot of hammer. Yes. That could happen. All right. <laughs> Love you, John. Here, right here on hey. Sirius XM. Yes. Yes, keep it here. And by the way, uh, April 29th, I'm going to be in Virginia doing a fundraiser for our good friend Carl Frisch. Yes. Uh, he's Talked running for school board again. And when he ran the first time, he brought me down to Virginia. I did an hour, uh, and I take full credit for his election, so I'm yes. going to come take full credit for his re-election. So good. come on down and party with me and Carl. Mooksforcarl.com. We love you, John. See you next week. Take care, guys. Peace. 48 minutes after the hour. She's your human happy pill. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. minutes after the hour mere moments from fridays with frangela um oh so i mentioned it. so trump took, has taken the fifth several hundred times in the past yesterday he apparently did testify which legal experts are calling very unwise but our source for, for this seven hours our source for this information is alina haba bless you oh, thank you you're welcome um, yeah, Katie Fang, uh, MSNBC uh, legal analyst, suggested it was a colossal mistake by Trump to testify before James' office, let alone for seven hours. So I, we have to hope the Bob Seska rule kicks in that Trump always makes things worse. Don't know if he necessarily had a choice. He was subpoenaed. Yeah. Well, we were saying because you can draw a, 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 a negative inference from taking from the fifth in a civil fifth. trial. Yeah. So I, who knows? I think he's either way. But what do I know? Okay. I hope he is. Oh, here he is talking. Do we have 17? Here he is talking about the uh, weaponization of the justice system. That'd be a terrible thing if that I, were I mean, ever if, to happen. If to jump Woo, would wow. that be bad I mean. if that sort of thing were? Mm. There is no more dire threat to the American way of life than the corruption yes, 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 and weaponization yes, yes. of our justice system. And it's happening all around us. If we cannot restore the fair and impartial rule of law, we will not be a free country. Mm. As president, it will be my personal mission to restore the scales of justice in America. We will have fairness and equality under the law. And to that end, I will appoint U.S. attorneys 
who will be the polar opposite of the Soros district attorneys uh -huh. and others that are being appointed throughout the United States. Very unfair to our population, very unfair to our country. Is he at some point just going to start going Jewy, 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 Jew? Jew, I mean, Jew, 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 Jew. No more Jewy, Jewy, Jew. Attorney I, General. I think okay. you can't say that because Albert Bragg is one. not Soros funded. He's never met Soros. Soros no. did not contribute to him. Oh my God. Okay. He's stupid. Do we let's skip to 19? Oh, here he is defending the racist killer that uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. As part of this effort, there should be a federal inquiry into the Soros prosecutor in Austin, Texas, Jewy, who charged Jewy, Jewy. a veteran with murder for defending himself against a threat oh, by God. a heavily armed member of a radical left mob. I will also order the Department of Justice to establish a task force on protecting the right to self-defense which is under siege nationwide. In addition, we will have a complete uh, investigation into the use of police state tactics by federal authorities to arrest conservatives and Christians. We will find out who ordered it, oh dear God. and we will hold them totally accountable. Okay. They're in the ball. No. Okay. Shut the f up, Donnie. Okay. Can I just say the much we started the week with were a lot more fun. These are just tedious again. Well, well these the are begin, his... the crying story. And there's everybody was crying. Every single person in the court was crying and apologizing, crying and crying. He's much it better was... in an interview situation where he has something to play off. It was of. like Titanic. I'm king of the world. That was me. I sailed out of that courthouse on a sea of tears. That was fantastic. Now it's just more of the same ball. Okay. Uh Marie in Atlanta. Hello, Marie. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking my call. It is your official interim legal lady from Georgia, the Stephanie Millions Miller Show. Yes. I'm sorry. I've left you only 10 <laughs> seconds. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I hate that I missed my prosecutor hall pass boyfriend, Glenn Kirshner. But one thing I do worry about and wonder about, happy as I was about the chance of New York hates you, I do have a feeling that Trump's defense team is going to try to use that um, as a reason for a motion for, ven uh, motion for a change of venue or um, some other way to uh, impact the jury yeah. selection. All right. Gotcha. Fridays with Frangela next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Yes, sir. Would you support a federal ban on abortions? I would simply say that um, the fact of the matter is when you look at the issue of abortion, one of the challenges that we have, we continue to go to the most restrictive conversations without broadening the scope and taking a look at the fact that I'm 100% pro-life. Uh, I never walk away from that. But the truth of the matter is that when you look at the issues on abortion, I start with the very important conversation I had in a banking hearing when I was sitting in my office and listening to Janet Yellen, the Secretary of the Treasury, talk about increasing the labor force participation rate for African-American women who are in poverty by having abortions. Okay, that would be uh, Senator Tim Scott. Oh, is this in our section, people who will never be president? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't, listen, I he said that people are too extreme on abortion, but he's 100% yeah. anti We go to extremes, but I'm 100%. I'm 100%. <laughs> I wonder if anyone will have any thoughts on this. Just anybody. Anybody. Oh!
Tim Scott. Go. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. I don't speak house slave, so um, I had to look up some of those words. Um, it was an excellent biscuit recipe. I don't know if you heard. If you play it backwards, it's a biscuit recipe. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? But the the, the mm-hmm. uh again, dog whistles. He's saying the same white dog whistles, which is really sickening to me. Which is white people, you know, really want because that's that's a a a, a boogeyman in the black community. Yeah. Which is. Uh, white people are in charge of aborting black babies. Yeah. And that's their goal. That's yeah. a big black boogeyman yeah. thing. They want you to, they're, they're, they're all about saving the black babies. That's their, that's always been their main yeah, but concern. The connection is so tenuous. Somehow he's, if correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like he was saying that the abortions made black women poor. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that, and not only that, but what it was, the evil behind it is it's the government, it's the U.S. government's way of making sure that they have enough of black bodies in the workforce. Mm. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, and, and it's and it's it's that it's that Margaret Sanger conversation yep. mm-hmm. that is that keeps getting expanded. Yeah, but he is right about how much lard to use. He is. Biscuit. That is, okay. I don't want to take that from him. I don't want to take that from him. Could I have the tiniest? I mean, he makes it with Crisco. Mm-hmm. Could I have the tiniest of violins? I, uh, I, we spoke about this earlier, Frangela, but I, again, not enough attention to the real victims in Tennessee, and that would be the white Tennessee Republicans who are pissed that it being made to seem racist by kicking out the two justices, not the white lady. Um, The Tennessee Holler has leaked audio of an internal conversation among Tennessee Republicans confronting one of their colleagues for voting to expel the Justins, but not Representative Gloria Johnson, uh, the white woman. Some members of the GOP were not pleased about the optics. So it wasn't the actual racism, but it was the optics of them looking like racists. But how do you make anybody in that room the victim when five people are dead? Right. Like the reason they were protesting. Right. Was that five people were dead? Three, you know, children among yeah. them. Yeah, but you're the victim. Yeah, because you got called out for doing something you did on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't. Yeah, and, and as much as uh, the Justins are were victims of racism, they were there doing their job. They yeah. were there doing their job. And their job was to speak up for their constituents. Those were the victims of that act are the constituents who had their representation robbed from them. Thank you, Angela. And that's not enough of that is being said, right? Not enough. Not enough. Because what the reality is here is, is that those people are going to be taxed and have to run a new special election because of racism. Yeah, exactly. Taxpayer money. By the way, it reminded when we travel and you always tell the people at the gate uh, that she's our white lady. And then I get in, uh, you know, in a higher It's not your fault. You don't have as much points. I don't don't have have as many points. Or melanin. Yeah. So you help me. It's a reverse the help. You help me get in to a higher uh, Mm -hmm. seating group because but she uh, she is their white lady, the Justins. And I have to I have to give her some props for a calling out 
yes, it's about my skin color, but also she just called out the generational thing because they were yes. trying to do something like, oh, well, they went out and incited and, you know, came back in and they said it this way and blah, blah, blah. And it, she was like, well, you know, young people have a different way of expressing themselves. Maybe I don't express myself. I mean, I just love that she sort of called out that, you know, yes, a 27-year-old black guy is going to express himself differently than a 60-year-old white woman, right? And, well, yeah. welcome to Tucker Carlson um, land, who, which is the, the whole point is, is that as white men, we have control over speech. Not, not just speech, how you speak, how you speak to me, boy, child, and we won't have it. I won't have none of your woke language here on my floor where I pass my bills and we do my business. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tucker Carlson, uh, he went on an overtly racist tirade. I know you're shocked about the Tennessee state lawmaker on Wednesday suggesting Representative Justin Pearson speaks like a sharecropper and got into college only because he's black. In a Fox News segment attacking Pearson and other Democrats for what he called mimicking civil rights leaders, he said uh, Pearson had changed his demeanor over the years from that of a crypto white kid into the modern incarnation of Martin Luther King. Wow. 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 I, I, they are just dispensing, again, with anything close to some a dog whistle would imply something that not everybody can hear, right? Yeah, but we can all hear it. And also, let me just say this. We said this on The Final Word, which comes out today. What Justin Pearson was doing is what's called code switching, all right? And every black person can do it. And the reason Tucker Carlson is angry is because he can't do it. I have to know how to speak in a white world. I also have to know how to speak in a black world to be accepted into both of them. And let me tell you something what they're also angry about is that that child, that black man walks in spirit that they don't have. Right. They can't call up that much spirit in their body. They don't know how to walk in that much spirit. They ain't never had no spirit in their body. And I'm going to tell you this, because I know what it feels like to walk in God and with God. And I, I, can, I can say that out loud, yeah. okay? Because what those people did, no matter what they did, it bounced off of those people. Yeah. It elevated them. My favorite moment... Is- my favorite moment of the week is Justin Jones getting reinstated and walking in with the Black Power signal and just watching all the white men's sphincters like snap shut. Yes. <laughs> I hope you saw the looks on the white on the faces of the white Republican men when he walked in with the Black Power fist, but it was fantastic. You did it to yourselves. That's what they're really mad about. What they're really mad about is they did it to themselves. Didn't nobody know who the Justins were? Yeah. Except the people in their little constituencies. That's it. But now yeah. you're right, Tucker. You've made them into the new part, the new leadership of the movement. Good work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we needed some younger folk. Yeah. Also, I don't see Tucker Carlson calling out Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana, who went to school at Oxford. Yeah. Who just adopted his little corn pone. Yeah. Oh, went to, he went to I've Vanderbilt. had to listen to that Murdoch trial as the crow flies. I don't want to hear these white people trying to, rich white people trying to act like, come on now. <laughs> We all know. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Well, anyway, I, you know, that was, I guess we were saying it, it was a good week in that sense that the people power worked. There was, a, I mean, I, I will say Republicans only do the right thing when they're forced into it by public outrage. But OK, you know, they I mean, it just made them look even worse. Right. That they had to. They but they're not to, done. 
Yeah. I guarantee you that they will continue that these threats to defund those those constituencies will that they will continue. They the the mission and I don't know why this is so hard for people to hear and to to accept as a possibility. There is a possibility these people don't care about power. They care about white power. There is a possibility these people are just white supremacists. There is a possibility that this isn't about winning the next election. It's about owning this country. And that that that, that and I and I feel like people always want to run from that and say, "Well, Mitch McConnell does it for this reason or that reason i'm like or maybe they are this is just their agenda yeah they're like and they're going to keep pushing for it no they don't believe in democracy they don't believe in rule oh. of law if it's a black lives matter protester i mean what greg, greg abbott's trying to do in texas is is i, I they're just going to do away with it. it's like forget what the voters say what juries say right? right because because we are the frogs soaking in a pot of authoritarianism and we don't know it and it, it has been happening it is this is the thing that i thought that was the most important thing about tennessee is for americans to be able to look at and see at a at a at a state level what is happening to their democracy that there is nothing being discussed that your 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 children's safety can't be discussed that that guns can't be discussed that the water quality in your community isn't being discussed it is about controlling wombs yeah. and brown bodies Thank yeah. you. and uh and uh, I was going to, we were talking, we opened the show talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, Don Jr., everybody on the right, rushes to the defense of this uh, traitor because he's a white Christian racist male that just leaked our national security secrets. I mean, it is they're extraordinary. On a, they're on point. They're on the That's agenda. Right. The agenda is white supremacy. It's not getting reelected. Like, like they, what they're trying to do is be like, why would the Tennessee Democrats or uh, Republicans do this? What, don't they want to be reelected? They're trying to set up a situation where they don't have to be yeah. reelected. That's what they're doing. You know, when they take away powers from governors all over this country, state state houses have been doing everything they can to strip power from those positions because now Democrats are paying attention to them. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say this is living up to its name as the Black Power Hour? It's very black. The blackest hour in radio. Blackity, blackity, black. Grandville just took us to church. Did they not just take us to church? I'm just, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. That's all I'm saying. I don't, is there a reason we're both wearing our sexy liberal shirts, Francis? I don't know. Huh. Could there be news in the offing? Who can say? Okay, 18 minutes after the hour. Don't tell us if we're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> 18, 18 minutes after the hour. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yeah. Stephanie Miller. Danger, danger. High voltage. What? When we touch, when we kiss, when we touch. No more. Yeah. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Welcome to it. Uh, Julian Seattle said, uh, this is why Marge Three Toes, etc., are defending this traitor. He did what Trump did and got arrested like people who do that get arrested. And by the way, uh, one day after we found out. So, um chop chop on trump doing the same thing but you're right i mean it's just it's because he fits their profile he's a white christian male 
who's a racist, who's on this, what, what is the thing called? Discord. Discord. And Discord. Sharing, the share, to share racist memes and Discord gun, is not a bad guns. platform yeah. in and of itself. Discord is what you make of it. Yeah, yeah. And this kid used it to make racist yeah. memes and share. Yeah, and not only to make racist memes, to put out American leaked documents. Yes. And he's not a kid. He's 21 years old. I have to watch black children who are nine years old get slammed to the ground, yeah. put Thank into you. jail, Thank followed you. by the police. We just, again, on, yeah. the on the final word, we just read a letter about a, a white listener who had to save a black child from what? The Loitering, police. who wasn't even the 12. Police. Yeah. Yeah. From the police. Angela, you've answered this question for us before. At what point do white people grow up and you just say whenever they want to? When when they choose. Yeah. That is entirely up to you. And it's also floating. So if in the mid-crime you just you become a child, that can happen. That's it's like a it's very, a ben, the Benjamin buttoning of the justice it system. Absolutely. It's yeah. not a kid. Whatever you're well, it depends. If it's a felony, they're a child. If it's yes. a misdemeanor with no witnesses, they might be a teenager or adult. I think but we all the agree. The reality is, it's really up to the white person, and I, you know, fully yeah. understand. That. I think we can all agree that Trump should be tried as a juvenile, just because. Oh, God. Okay. Anita. I mean, I think his best defense is that he's a, an actual demon, and therefore not subject to human laws. That would be, if I were his legal team, I'd say I think our best way forward is with the demons. Well, that's your, a head beast and your, char head. your character witness there is Tucker Carlson, who called him a demon. Exactly. So there you go. Exactly. Anita. Ooh. Ooh, I want to run into Tucker on a dark street. Ooh. <laughs> Anita in San Antonio, you're on with Frangela. Hello, Anita. Anita, hello. They took Anita. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> they just took Anita, y'all. Let's, let's try again. Anita in San Antonio, hello. Hi. Good oh. morning. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, what Tim Scott said didn't even make sense. What he said was that Janet Yellen thought access to abortion would increase the labor force. So what he was, that's, that's like a Republican plan. It seems like a lot of projection there because yeah, at, see, if you deny you access to abortion, that language you either. so out of character for Tim Scott to be used anyway for any agenda, isn't well, it? Well, the, the data shows that the people most affected by these forced birth laws are pe women of color. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, so maybe that's their plan. Maybe he, that was confession. You know, yeah, for them, it's either projection or confession. Yeah, if he was pro-life, they'd do something about the uh, mother maternal mortality rate that is extremely high among women of color. Yes. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. Yes. Or no, the no, infant mortality which, rate. Like, they don't care. Yeah, here in Texas, they won't even release the maternal um, death rate after yeah. since, they, since they made abortion illegal mm -hmm. here yeah. in Texas. I mean, So they're hiding it. Yeah, we got to no, come I, get you, girl, okay? We're going to come get you. Get your bag ready. You know, Get your go please, bag ready, because we, when hurry. we swing through, we gonna be, it's going to be quick. It's, it's the Corolla that you go to pick people up in, I mm -hmm. believe. Yeah, the beauty. You know, we're gonna get go find it. You know, the beauty got stolen. If it's, gonna, mess, if it's gonna be quick, does that mean you're driving, Angela? <laughs> yes. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, I it, the fact that in 2023 our maternity, our maternal death rate is what it is, uh, is a disgrace anyway. And you're right. It, you know, doubly so for Black women. It really yeah. is. And the fact that we are do, that Republicans are doing everything they can to make it worse is just. Uh, Mm -hmm. for every woman yeah. for every woman and yeah yeah uh, one, real quick Rokana on this 
Representative. Well, it was an outrageous ruling by the Texas judge, as is evident by the fact that it was uh, overturned in a few days. Uh, the idea that you would deny a pill that millions of women have been using for years and the FDA approved shows how ideological extreme some of these judges have become. Now, I, the Court of Appeals are glad that they have allowed the pill to be used, but they uh, still have put some restrictions in place that make no sense. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. All right. More Fridays with Frangela as we roll along on the Stephanie Miller Show. you not be able to get a medicine in the mail it, it, in the 21st century America uh, that makes uh, no sense why can't you get this pill uh, near in a health clinic without having to go through your doctor so there are common sense uh, measures that the appeals court still uh, needs to fix and I hope that the Supreme Court will fix it uh, but I, I'm glad that the Biden Justice Department is fighting this every step of the way and it's a step to have the outrageous FDA decision by the Texas judge. Uh, Representative uh, Ro Khan. Yeah, friends, we keep talking about the slippery slope, you know, with the, a judge being able to, well, I mean, Ro was, what, a 50-year president? The president, this is 23 years this has been approved, mm-hmm. this drug. What's next? You got a, you know, anti-vaxxer that goes up? No, I'm banning vaccines now. I'm banning, uh, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, yes. oh, yeah. and, and And there goes your, you see, and this is my thing about, oh, I don't understand why women aren't in the streets right now. Next goes your birth control. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and because they're going to find something wrong with that, that some doctor did something wrong and too many women, you know, have a problem with it. Don't think that this is it. Yeah. Of the control. Oh, no. They're going to be monitoring pe- women's periods. They're going to be moderate monitoring child. They absolutely. Yeah. I guarantee you someplace this is already happening. I don't understand. Someplace how, in this country, they're already doing it. Well, yeah. I don't understand how one Republican family can be okay with them wanting to track their daughter's period like what how, how is that small government well, i'm gonna tell you why because they don't think it's them every time and i again we I, i'll say it again and again when these things happen in uh, the smaller microcosm of the black community and nobody cares Right. When we get a cold, when we catch the flu, everybody goes, oh, no, you know, that's a problem in the black community. That's a problem for poor people. Yeah. It's about to be your problem. Yeah. Some of these people, they're just stone cold racist and they will shoot themselves in the foot. Like Brother Mastyle said, I believe on your program many times, they will shoot themselves in the foot as long as that bullet hits a black body on its way out. Like, and it's hard for those of us who are rational to understand that kind of thinking. Yeah. But that is that they will take themselves down as long as they can take some black people with them. Yeah. I got it. I mean, I have to say, you know me, I'm a happy, clappy liberal. (laughs) Um, But the silver lining, I, you know, when I look at Tennessee, Right. It's, it, it's when I look at uh, 
just around the country, you know, we, this uh, Wisconsin judge, I just think that they're, they, they, are, they are in the, you know, finding out portion of being around. I, you know, and I think they will continue to see that electorally, don't you? I mean, just in terms of people of color, women, younger people, um, I just feel like, I mean, Chris Murphy said it. That he thinks where is the where was this? He was talking about uh, uh, that he thinks you know we are going to finally get some gun safety stuff. They are being forced in certain places, right? To, to yeah, go ahead, four. Chris Murphy, four. Uh, so it's good news that you see Republicans like Bill Lee stepping up and saying it's time for us to do something. Um, I think you're going to have more and more states, red states and blue states acting for one reason and one reason only. Um, voters are not going to allow politicians to stand by and do nothing. What you saw in Tennessee with this just um, overwhelming show of support from kids and parents uh, to back up those Tennessee lawmakers to demand change, that's happening all over the country. And so there'll be more action at the federal level. There'll be increasing pace of action at the state level. It's not going to all happen at once, but we've reached a point where nothing is not an option. Yeah. I mean, and Republicans, I'm sorry, they only do the right thing when they're shamed into it, like in Tennessee, right? Yes. And, and Americans have reached their tipping points yeah. on this stuff. And, and if they do not want to be voted out immediately, they're going to have to respond. There has to be a response, and on a on on a on a governmental level, not just oh, this is awful. What happened at Thoughts Covenant and School? Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's one of the most disturbing things about the situation in the Tennessee State Assembly was when uh, the good good white lady representative uh, Gloria Johnson. Yes. What she said is that because of the national attention, the national media being there, she's like they had the most productive legislative session they've ever had in the last four years. She's like we never talk about anything. They come in here with their supermajority, they push stuff down, and then they silence our debate. They won't even have discussions about stuff. So having the national media pay attention, she's like we had more some. some substantial discussions today than we've had in four years yeah that should tell you something yeah i mean these are just the headlines sitting in front of me this morning police seize assault rifle from truck headed toward capitol hill cops hunt for gunmen after credible threat sparks evacuation at california capitol building i mean i I think you're right we're i don't know whether you want to call it a tipping point or just a point of exhaustion that there is just there is every i mean Multiple times a day, there is some gun headline or gun tragedy in the news, right? Absolutely. When that when the shooting happened at the funeral home uh, in Kentucky, uh, my husband was like, "Oh my god!" And, uh, he was shocked. He was shocked, and I was like, "Oh, growing up in the hood, I lived around the corner from A.A. A. Rayner, and I never forget. I had an adult when I was about eight or nine years old." I was walking past and said, if you ever see people in there, don't be walking on this side of the street. You will get shot. Yeah. This is in the 80s. Yeah. So, you know, late, you know, black people have been dealing with gun violence in communities because nobody cared about the guns in our community. Yeah. As long as they were aimed at each other. That's yeah. right. And so, but when children, and, and, and finally, and this is the thing, I, I have to say this out loud, white people, you cannot move far enough away from the violence. No, okay? it's, in, it's in your house. It's in your house. <laughs> your not gun, they didn't go to some, some uh, underprivileged community and steal guns. They, they're your guns. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, these stories just go on and on. The mother of the 25-year-old bank employee who killed five people 
and wounded nine others in the shooting rampage in Kentucky workplace. Uh, frantically called 911 to report her son's intention. Emergency calls released Wednesday. Uh, she told the operator she'd heard from her son's roommate. He had left a note indicating he had a gun and was heading toward the bank. Um, you know, it, it's we just there there is just waves and waves of these stories every single day. Right. Yeah. No, one shooting happens. and The police at that shooting have to be pulled off it to go to another mass shooting two miles away. Yeah, we attached which we attached which shooting that day in Louisville we were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kevin- and I don't know. These are things. These are not natural events. This isn't a tornado. No, no. And the reality is, is that we are having a discussion, a fight in this country over medications that is that has been proven safe and effective for women. Meanwhile, anybody can walk into Walmart and buy a gun to go kill people yeah. if they so choose and they don't have to they don't have to go through any licensing no no mental health check no yeah. training no nothing they can go and kill you and your children and anybody yeah. they love whatever your whatever your please. grudges whatever your grudges racist workplace whatever your grievances we want to make sure you can get a weapon of war as quickly as you need to right and yeah, but try to drive a car Right. Like, I'm just like it's it the insanity of the of of having semi-automatic AR-15s and all these kind of weapons that you can yeah. get easily, but you can't drive a car. Yeah, no. <laughs> By the way, testing and licensing. By the way, did you hear the? Uh, I think it just came out this week. The our, our deadliest shooting ever in Vegas. You know this lunatic that was on the high floor of the hotel and killed how many people? Sixty. Sixty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, an and injured. shot over five hundred people. Yeah. He he was something aggrieved about how they treated other high rollers like him in Las Vegas. So, you know, again, the, the plight of the aggrieved wealthy white man. I, something about There's the trip. There's about how, that shooting, though, that is yeah. not right because they never talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And it that, is the highest was, mass casualty shooting we've had, and they never talk about yeah. it. There's something wrong with that. I don't know what it is. But that was what the, was something was leaked, that, yeah, he was he was upset about how he and other high rollers were being treated in Vegas or some ridiculous. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Angela. It doesn't matter what your grievance is, who, who no. you're mad at. Yeah. No. No. no you know just... Please, Angela. No, they just, it doesn't, the fact that, that the way that you deal with disappointment is by killing other people. Yeah. Well, and here we go. The way that we have been taught, and it's a Donald Trump on down issue, which is why it is so important that we take him to task legally for all the things that we can visually see and understand that he has been doing, uh, that has been illegal. Because as long as we do not... Do not hold that man accountable. Every white man under him will continually believe that he has the right to pursue his grievance any way he wants to. And what we have done in this country is not taught people to deal with rejection, how to say, be told no, be it by a woman who don't want to date you. Yeah. Don't want to have anything to do with you. You lose your job. You can't handle it. How do I deal with it? I go shoot up the place. Buffalo Wild Wings. Don't give me the right sauce. How do I deal with it? I go out to my car. I go get a gun. And I shoot up the place because I don't feel respected. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're only two women and you can only tell people to manage their fast food expectations so much. Thank you. Yes. 
Um, Thank you. One measure of justice, former, because you've talked about this before, the infiltration in the police and the military. A former U.S. Capitol Police officer was sentenced yesterday. Um, wasn't enough, I don't think, but it was to 120 days of home incarceration, two years of probation after advising a rioter on January 6th how to uh, avoid getting caught. Uh, he was he's a 25 year veteran of the law enforcement agency was convicted on two counts of obstruction last fall following an investigation that found he offered advice to the rioter on social media and then deleted those messages after the rioter was contacted by the FBI. Um, so, you know, this is a systemic problem and I'll take any measure of justice I can get. Thank Me you. too. Me too. And, and and that's why it's really important that we are pursuing the January 6th, because what we have to show people who are inside of the law is you are accountable to the law. Yeah. Kevin in D.C. But are they? Let's let's see it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin in D.C. You're on Frangela. Good morning, everybody. Hey. And uh, Frangela, thanks for saying uh, these things out loud. I hope it doesn't make uh, you know, and any of my Caucasian cousins uncomfortable, but we've, in, in my opinion, we've gone long past. Let me put the preamble, of course, not all. Not all. But Tennessee, but Tennessee and other places show that there are enough white people that their whole identity is that white skin. And I've said for years that there are people that would rather the country burn to the ground That's right. than everyone yeah. be treated equally. And I've never That's understood right. that. I personally have never hated any individual group so bad that I'm willing to take my own self out, make my own life miserable simply for people to be treated equally. That is beyond insane. I don't think there's a word for that to describe it adequately. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, the better world. There's, there's, they're they're like suicide maybe. bombers. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't, uh, uh, you know, again, I've said this before. My background, growing up in a, in a little Bennington ad when I was young, um, you know, affected me for the rest of my life. So I don't get it. No. Wait, no did you mean Benetton no. or Bennington? What's uh, Bennington ad? Yeah, sorry, but oh. honestly, um, I'm I can you know how annoying some people they took out they they take out their baby pictures they'll look at my kids and all that. I looked at the pictures when I was young of those kids, all different races and groups. And it, in the house, you know, getting along and yeah, Kev, your, your phone is your phone. Your ideas are good. Your phone is bad, but uh, yes, we are we are a Benetton ad here on the Stephanie Miller Show. Is that what he said? I can't tell. Something like that. <laughs> he did. He did. And that was the thing too. I grew up with those Benetton ads. Yeah. I thought that 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 my friend group should look like those ads. Yeah. They're an international group of people. I grew up in the the melting pot. Uh, Saturday morning songs of what America was. I, that's I was that my mind was told. I was told that that's who we were, and what I and every day as an adult, I see everything absolutely different. It was a lie. Mm -hmm. Yep. Forty-eight minutes after the hour, just I, church all morning. Yes. Right. Oh my God, that's like my favorite show ever. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Fifty-four minutes after the hour, I can't believe it's taken this long on the Black Power Hour to say the magic words, 
Clarence Thomas. Go, Brangela! Okay. You how you gonna How you gonna just saying this? How you gonna just say it, sister? Just say it. Okay. You know, it, it, in the government, you can't work for the government for if you have thirty thousand dollars worth of debt. You can't how work, you, Stephanie. Can't work. You can't work there. Okay, because you are compromised. Yes. You can compromised. be compromised at any point for thirty grand. Thirty. Thirty. How is it that a billionaire comes and buys your mama's house for $130,000, all the land around it and the neighbor's houses does improvement, and you're going to tell me that you're not owned by that billionaire Mm. and all the cases he brings in front of you. The man needs to be put out now. Yeah. Are you trying to suggest that a venture capitalist, a man with all this money, that they don't have a decidedly honest and, and sincere interest in vacant lots <laughs> in historic <laughs> black neighborhoods? Is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying, Angela. That is That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, okay. when I think rich white billionaire, what I think is black at home improvement. Yeah, I don't know how automatically and, someone and maybe empty lots, maybe he, empty lots in black neighborhoods. Maybe he had so much Nazi memorabilia he needed extra space in which That's to right. store it. That's right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Also, I just uh, just your basic thoughts on this. Um. Calling the decision of Alvin Bragg to indict uh, President Trump a prosecutorial overreach, one Trump-loving congressman has decided to try to actually punish Bragg for taking that unprecedented step. Congressman Andy Biggs, noted insurrectionist, uh, wants to hold Manhattan DA's office accountable for bringing charges against Trump. I, I don't, I don't, it, it just, I don't, I'm not sure which word racist. This is a failure of our educational system because mm-hmm. there seems to be a great deal of confusion yeah. around what people's jobs actually are. Right. Well, like, they have no jurisdiction. But it- White men think that their jobs is to keep black people in uh, line. That's, That's their hobby, quite clearly. That's what they think their job is, their J-O-B. Yeah. I mean, this stunt that Jim Jordan's pulling, going to New York to try to, you know, as Glenn Kirshner said, use crime victims as props, when the crime levels in Jim Jordan's rural district are much worse than New York City. Right. Yeah. Jim Jordan claims uh, Alvin Bragg is focusing on prosecuting Trump while letting New York City descend into a quagmire of uh, of crime. Jordan's own congressional district in rural Ohio has a crime level. <clears throat> excuse me. It's been named actually. Oh, Mansfield, one of the cities has been named Danger City. <clears throat> New York is a big city. Manhattan alone has one point six million people and horrific crimes can happen there. But because New York is such a large city, crime numbers can be taken out of context. The best way to assess the incidence of crime is to adjust the numbers, take into account the size of the population. Anyway, per capita, way more yeah. crime in many yeah. Ohio cities. Right. Yeah. But we don't even need the stats on his district because the point is he's not in it. Right. Like right. the point is that he's in New York, which I know he didn't get elected to take care of. Yeah. So that's like it. Like, what? What? Why are you taking your time worrying about Alvin? But you want to talk about what Alvin Bragg's worrying about? And shouldn't be Alvin Bragg lives in New York. Yeah. You don't. Why did your happy butt get on? Probably spirit because he's a demon too. Yeah. And then one last profile in Republican cowardice: Tennessee Republicans in a rush to adjourn after feeling the heat for expelling Black Democrats. Bye bye. Scurry out of town. That's right. It's Coward. time to go hide and get under their petticoats. All right, final word is just, it's essential, as is Idiot of the Week, uh, mswmedia.com, sexyliberal.com. Maybe there's going to be more news on sexyliberal.com. Who can say? We love you, Frangela. We love you. 
See you Monday.